You're listening to the Food Freedom Life Podcast. My name is Brittany Allison, and I spent six plus years stuck in diet binge cycles, hating my body, and envying others who seem to have it all because I never felt enough. What I discovered in my journey to food freedom and becoming a registered dietitian is this. You can either live your life at war with your mind or learn to work in sync with it. So if you're ready to learn how to be in tune with yourself and evolve your life, welcome to the show. So you know the mean voice inside your head that makes you believe anything it says, all the mean things, all the nasty things, all the shame and the blame, when the thoughts inside your head are constantly telling you how bad or unworthy or what a failure you are, it will take so much longer or make it impossible to get to a place of having a better relationship with food and your body and yourself too. If you're constantly being told that you hate your body or you have a bad body or you're such a failure, How are you supposed to heal and create a loving relationship with food in your body? If you have this super loud, intrusive, this inner bully inside of you who will just not quiet down, who will not go away, it's so, so critical that you learn how to quiet down this voice inside your head. And I know it might seem out of control. And sometimes you're like, I can't control the way I think. This is just me and there's no changing that. But if you want to change it, you can. You are powerful and you have the ability to learn new skills and evolve. And that's all this is, is a skill that you are completely able to learn. So on today's episode, I am going to be talking about your diet voice and discerning that from your voice. So I really want to start off by asking you, who are you listening to? And I'm going to get into what it means to have a diet voice or a gremlin voice, as I like to call it, and your intuitive voice and discern between what those two are. And this is really, really important to know who you're listening to, because this can really help you learn how to deal with your thoughts, which is such a big part of what all of this is and such a big part of the healing process. And just before I dive in, I know that sometimes when you're in a certain mental state or you're working on your mental health, you might not feel like you have a choice on where you're at and the feelings that you have. And so I just want to also hold space for that and validate that. If you aren't having chronic anxiety or are experiencing depression or whatever else it may be, you can get out of it. And of course, there are many things that even if you are dealing with these that you can still do, even if you are feeling a little bit more challenged, everything I talk about in this episode will absolutely help. But I would really encourage you if you're feeling like you have some sort of undiagnosed mental health issue happening to go speak to your doctor and see if there's anything they can support you with because Doing this work that we'll talk about or working with a dietitian or a therapist is only going to be able to bring you so far if your brain chemistry is off and needs some external support. So I just want to preface that. So that voice inside your head that has this constant narrative, this constant chatter about everything you've done wrong, judging everything you're doing, the one that tells you what food is good and what's bad, the one that gives you all the rules for how to eat or what to eat or how much you should eat. And it's just super critical and is essentially making you feel terrible that you're doing something wrong at all times, right? The one that tells you how bad you look in the mirror and the one who's saying mean things when you're looking in your reflection in a store window, for example, or the one who pressures you to change your body, the one that thinks you should be smaller to be more worthy or accepted or loved, the voice that tells you you're not enough at a certain size and that you need to change and the voice that just makes everything seem as if you're just wrong and makes you feel bad constantly. That voice is the gremlin voice, your diet voice, your internal Regina George, whatever you want to call it. It actually is really important to name it. And that voice, we're going to start calling it out. And that's why naming it is so important to help put almost a character to it so that you can visualize it and separate it from yourself. Acknowledge that, hey, this is not my voice, which we're going to talk about more. 
but it just helps you to call it out more because it's lying to you and it does not deserve to live rent-free in your head any longer. And it's not easy to talk back to that voice when you feel like it's coming from yourself. And it's hard when it's even just coming from your own brain, right? Because you're thinking, oh, well, that is real and that's me talking to myself. So that's just what I have to deal with. So when you personify it or call it the gremlin, it makes it easier to call it out. But before we get into that, the first thing that I want to say here is that the gremlin voice that lives in your head is not your voice. And I know that might be weird to say, but the voice that lives in your head is a collection of everything you've read, heard, experienced, been taught, seen on TV, wherever. Everything that's going through your head at a certain time, at any given time, is not all yours. They're not all your original thoughts. You are not your thoughts. You are actually the observer of your thoughts. And when we start to step into that position of being the observer more often, we can look at our thoughts more objectively and start to tease them apart a little bit more and challenge them. Look at them as, hey, I actually don't have to believe every single thought that goes through my head. I can question it a little bit and get curious about it and think about it in a way that is ultimately more supportive. It's not your voice. So let's just start with that. And at the same time, though, that voice that is really negative, that's your bully, your inner gremlin, in a weird, twisted way, it is trying to protect you and keep you safe. But is it really? Or is it hurting you? Is it harming you and making you feel like shit? Is it making you hide your body from others, make your life small? It's not actually helping you to be healthy, to lose weight, or to engage in sustainable behaviors that feel good. It's making you act impulsive, engage in all or nothing patterns, making you feel like you have no control. If that voice is not helping, which it's not, it's time to evict. So how do we do that? Step one, you have to acknowledge that voice and have compassion for the voice. It wants to be heard. It's almost like a little kid having a tantrum. It's like a bully where hurt people hurt people. And like I mentioned before, in some weird twisted way, that voice is really about wanting love and it's trying to protect you. Even if it's being terrible and mean, that's the only way this voice knows how to communicate. It's almost like a cry for help, for love and for attention. And just to give an example of how this voice in your head might be trying to protect you, let's say that you're going to a gathering with some friends and there are some people there that you haven't seen in a really long time. And that voice in your head tells you that everyone is going to care so much about your body and how it's changed. Everyone's going to judge you for your weight gain. Everyone's going to be looking at what you're eating the whole time and they're going to be judging you and saying, oh my gosh, this is why her body has changed. It's because this is what she's eating. Look at her and, you know, all of these other negative things that your brain is going to tell you that they might be thinking about you or what they might say or whatever else. The worst case scenario. Your brain even though it's really getting you into a pit of feeling like crap about yourself and making you actually not want to go to the event in the first place, it's trying to protect you from being judged. It's trying to protect you from other people and what they may think. It's trying to protect you from being rejected. But is that voice really actually protecting you from feeling or being rejected? Is it protecting you from other people judging you? No. It's actually hurting you so much more because it's making you believe 
that these people are judging you. And then it almost becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy where you're in this situation and you can't think about anything else other than these people are judging me and they're thinking all these really awful things when realistically they're definitely not stewing about your body and how it's changed and what you're eating or anything like that. But that voice is making you believe that that is true and that that is the only possible option for what's happening, right? That voice that was initially trying to help you, you know, stay safe and feel protected is actually making you feel so much more anxious and out of control and like crap. And so that's just an example of how that voice is not actually helping. It's just hurting you. And so it's time to evict it. But how do we do that? What you can really start off with is understanding where this voice is coming from and to just remind yourself, first of all, that it's hard, right? Especially when a lot of these messages are coming in from the outside world and in this diet culture that we live in, we are being told every single day that we are not good enough. And that is so challenging to deal with. And so when we turn it on ourselves and have compassion for this voice, for this inner critic, and tell it that there is no judgment and all the things that you're saying are not my truth, just by allowing that inner critic to have a voice and allow it to kind of just come up, but then have it put be put in the background, it helps you to not hold on to these thoughts and stew about them. And when they get loud, you can listen to this voice, listen to these thoughts, let them be on their way as you hold a space of compassion, understanding this voice is inside of you, but this voice is not the true you. And it's also definitely not the boss of you. It does not get to be that. What I'm really talking about here is teaching you to take your power back. And a big step of this is to just acknowledge that voice and bring some compassion into it, like we were talking about, because the more you get upset at this voice or at yourself, the more it's going to just continue to live there. And so that's why it's so important to come from a place of compassion and just let that voice be heard and then be like, thank you for sharing, but I'm going to be on my way. That's what helps release it so much faster, understanding that this voice is trying to help you, but it's not. So give it compassion acknowledge it and let it pass. Another tool you can use when that gremlin voice is getting really loud is asking, is this someone I would want to live with? So when you hear the gremlin get loud and mean, ask yourself, if this were my roommate, would I allow this kind of behavior? How would I feel if this diet voice actually turned into a real life person? Would I allow somebody that I lived with to speak to me this way? Would I want to spend my time with somebody like this? Would I listen to this person and let them decide everything for me in my life? No, chances are you would have this person immediately evicted from your living space because you'd realize that that kind of energy is not something you want to surround yourself with. And it really affects your life and your mood and everything. If that was a roommate, you would never allow it. But the thing is, we do that to ourselves inside our head. And so if you can see it as a real life person, and again, that's where personifying this voice comes in really handy, naming it the gremlin, naming it Regina George, naming it whatever you want to. If you can see that as somebody who you live with, you can see like, oh, hell no, I don't want to be around that. Absolutely not. Who would? Who would stick that out? If you wouldn't want to legitimately live with a person like this, why would you allow somebody like that to live inside your head rent free all day long. It's terrible, right? If you would not allow this with somebody else, how on earth can you tolerate it within yourself? So start to be aware and literally say to yourself, that sounds really mean. Would I want to live with a person like this? That can be your signal that you can take action 
to evict this voice inside your head because again, it is not helping you. It's just hurting you. And if you're feeling stuck on this, you might be saying, well, it's so easy to be mean to myself and I can be nice to everyone else, but not myself. But just knowing that I actually don't want to have a friend like that. So I'm not going to tolerate this happening inside my head anymore. And by having that awareness and the reframe, that can be really helpful in changing the direction that your thoughts are going in those moments. There are a handful of tools that you can use when you're starting to hear gremlin voices come up. And remember that we all have these voices, right? It's totally human. So don't think that you're never going to have this voice come up ever again, that you're going to be rid of it completely 100% of the time. That's not necessarily what we're aiming for. I say quiet the voice for a very intentional reason because it's not about banishing them for the rest of our lives and you're never going to have a negative or mean thought ever again. That's not true and thinking that that's how it should be can also set you up for unrealistic expectations, which can honestly make that voice even louder because you feel like you failed. But that's why you can develop tools to quiet them. It is okay to have this voice inside your head. The goal though is to have the tools to not let this voice take over all of your thoughts and take over your life. But you will have days when it's louder and days when it's more quiet. There is an ebb and flow to all of this. So don't just think because you had a tough day where that gremlin was really loud that you can't use the tools and that you're a failure. In those moments, remember that it's okay. Relax, just try to get back into a better state and take care of yourself as best you can try to use a tool and the next day it could be really quiet. You never know. But what I do know is that with awareness, doing the work on yourself, you'll have many more days of peace and quiet and the volume is going to get turned way down. The more you work on this, the more it becomes second nature. So that's how it becomes quieter because it just does not happen overnight. I wish it did, but it doesn't. And if you're somebody who has this inner critic that's just super, super loud right now, please don't expect to wake up and be free of it totally. These are just things that you can do over time that will help you get to a place where it's like, oh, wow, it's been a couple of days and I've noticed that it's pretty quiet in my head. That's awesome. Just take it day by day and don't judge yourself during this process. So the next time you hear a negative judgmental thought or food rule or body comment, there is something that you can do to kind of shift away from that. So for example, let's say you're offered a freshly baked cookie at work. There's maybe somebody's birthday and you're excited and you hear this voice it's like, oh, that looks so yummy and so fresh and so much fun to celebrate with my coworkers. But the gremlin voice is like, no way. I can't eat all that. Cookies are bad. I shouldn't be eating it. I've gained weight. I need to stop. What we really need to start working on here is recognizing that you weren't born with a mean voice. Your natural internal narrative is kind, curious, caring, loving. And over the years, that voice hasn't disappeared. It's still there, but it's gotten buried. It's somewhere in there and you get to take action to bring that voice to the surface again. Do the excavating and choose which one do you want to listen to? Which one do you want to take action on? The one that is kind or the one that's ruling you through negativity? So that voice in the cookie example, it's telling you, be social, enjoy this, really taste this. This looks amazing. It definitely looks worthwhile. It's not like those stale Oreos in the cupboard in the staff room. Like this is a really nice experience. The voice that's telling you it's really fun and nice. And you can listen to that. You can choose the voice that's going to honor and serve you best. And I can tell you right now, that's always going to be your intuitive voice, your voice of truth, the voice that's more compassionate and loving and the one that lets you live your life and make choices based on how it's going to make you feel or, oh, it would be nice to celebrate that way. If those cookies don't look good, 
absolutely by all means don't have them that's fine too it's not about always doing everything that comes into your view and eating everything that you see but it's about having the option that if I want that I can have it and if I don't want it I don't have to have it I'm not telling you that you have to eat every single food every single time it's what your intention is behind it and that intuitive voice is going to know that whereas the gremlin is like no you have to make the right choice and do the right thing and that's to not have this but you know maybe that you just had lunch and maybe you're full and that cookie looks so good and you're like you know I'm gonna honor my body and right now I'm not gonna eat it but I'm gonna save it for later because it looks amazing and I do genuinely want it and I still want to partake in this celebration and so I'll eat it whenever I get hungry again or whenever I feel like it it doesn't have to be a battle inside your head between these voices I don't want to bring these voices forth though and teach you about the gremlin voice and your intuitive voice and then just have you battle it out with them all day long that is exhausting instead it's more of a curious conversation and coming at it with curiosity instead of judgment so that you can empower yourself and do what serves you best and I know that it's going to take some practice a lot of practice but now that you have awareness it's working on having a conversation in your head between the two not a battle it's just how am I going to feel empowered and how am I going to serve myself best today So now I want to give you some things to work on, some activities that you can do to quiet that inner bully, that diet voice, that gremlin. So to start, the foundation is acknowledging and bringing in compassion, but here are some small things that you can do. The first one being, and I really like this a lot because it's very quick, it's very easy, is to make sticky notes. Grab a bunch and write a stack of reminders for yourself. They can be empowering messages, loving messages, motivational messages, inspiring messages, whatever it is that resonates. Something like... You know, I can do hard things. I'm loved. I'm a badass. Whatever you want. Even something like take a breath and be present. Slow down. Just so you can give yourself those reminders. Whatever feels good for you, write them all out. Post them in places that you regularly see. So places like the mirror in the bathroom, maybe the mirror in the car, maybe at your desk, anywhere you see often stick these little notes. And I know that this may seem a little bit cheesy but maybe you're also having a really tough day and you see a message and you're like okay I can do this and throughout your day you're seeing these reminders and they give you a boost and they serve as reminders to put that gremlin voice in the background so it's not blaring in your ear so much so just try it out and if you hate it you can take them all down you don't have to keep doing it another activity you can do and I highly recommend this this is not cheesy is release or reframe journaling So whenever the gremlin voice is going off and nothing seems to stop or it's just chattering away, get out your journal or the notes app in your phone and write down the story the voice is telling you. Get all of it out, write it down or type it out. It does not need to make sense or look beautiful or be proper grammar or spelling or be coherent sentences or anything like that. Just let it be messy. Just write and write and dump the words onto the paper, all the feelings, all the emotions, everything that's coming up for you and once it's out you don't need to reread what you wrote it's not about diving into the negativity but just getting it all out from your head and from your heart so it doesn't just sit and stew there if you wrote it down on paper rip up that paper and start a fresh page if you put it in the notes app on your phone delete that note this is about acknowledging those thoughts because if you're shoving them into the background they just get louder again it's not about stewing in them it's just about acknowledging them and then releasing them by ripping them up or deleting it. If you feel like going a step further with this, then here's what you're going to do next. But 
at the same time, also just getting everything out and ripping it up is good too. Only take what you need from this. If you want to go further, then what you're going to do is start a new page or start a new note. And next, you're going to write 10 things that you are grateful for. Because gratitude can always shift your energy into a new state, much likely a more positive state than where you were before. It does not have to be anything massively deep either. It can be as specific or generic as you want it to be. So after you dive into gratitude, again, if you want to go a step further, here's what you're going to do. You're going to get to the reframe part. And what that means is you're going to write yourself everything that you need to hear, everything that you really need to hear, everything that you would tell your best friend or your child or your partner if they were struggling and having a hard time. You're going to write out that you're an amazing woman, that you deserve to be heard and supported by others, that you're resilient, that you're doing your best, that you're going through a hard time, but it won't last forever. Because when you slow down for a second and think, who's someone I really love? And do I think all of these nasty things about them? Or do I show them love and kindness and forgiveness and give them the benefit of the doubt? They're amazing and capable and strong and they get through so much, even if they don't have the perfect body or the perfect hair or the perfect house or the perfect marriage, they're still amazing and you love them. You can reflect that onto yourself as well. You are doing the best you can and you're exactly where you're supposed to be right now. And I know that this can be challenging to truly accept, but remember that acceptance doesn't necessarily mean you love where you're at or want to be here forever. All it means is you're acknowledging what is and creating space for the fact that you are here now, but it's going to catapult you to where you need to go. Because there is a part of you that knows you're worthy no matter what. It might be buried in your heart deep down, but I would probably bet that if you were to look at a picture of your younger self, maybe your six-year-old self, you wouldn't be so hard on her and so negative. You would feel she's worthy and deserving of the world. You would speak to her with so much kindness. And so take on that type of energy that you would give to a best friend or your younger self and turn it on yourself because it's really important to share that with yourself, what you need to hear in that moment. And doing this reframe will allow you to also quiet the gremlin voice without just shoving it down so it springs back up. It's about shifting your energy and then moving forward. So everything that I've talked about today, hopefully maybe you've been taking notes, if not, maybe write down kind of what you want to remind yourself of and what you want to really work on and just take it away and practice it. But remember, it's going to take some time to get out of this place where your inner critic, that gremlin is really, really loud. But the way to genuinely get out of it faster is to actually be nice to yourself when you fall into it instead of beating yourself up about doing it, because that actually keeps you stuck longer. And remember, you do not need to be perfect ever. Perfection does not exist. Whatever you do is your own normal. And it's just a process of quieting down this gremlin voice that might still be around for a long time. But the fact is that it can be quieter and get more and more and more quieter. And sometimes, you know, even I have that voice pop up. But the difference is that now it's easily like, okay, see ya. Thank you. Moving on. And it's very few and far between. And it goes away with ease. So be gentle and kind to both voices because I don't want you to go in and hate on the gremlin voice and be upset with it and frustrated with it. You can just kindly tell it when it does pop up. Thank you for sharing, but you can leave my thoughts, letting it come in and then letting it go. 
If you're looking for more guidance on how to shift your thinking out away from the gremlin voice and the diet voice, the inner bully, and towards your intuitive voice and your voice of truth, which is based on intuitive eating and body acceptance, which is the work I do, I am here to support you. So if you feel called to do so and you want to learn more about how we could potentially work together, feel free to send me a quick email at brittanyallison.rd at gmail.com. And you can just say you're looking for more information about how I may be able to help. You can also share if you want to your top goal around intuitive eating and body acceptance, and I'll get back to you and we can just kind of chat from there and see what your next steps might be. You can also head to brittanyallisonrd.com slash coaching to learn more as well. So that's it for today. Now is your turn to go off and listen to your voice of truth, your intuitive voice, and be kind to the diet voice, to the gremlin, but don't let it bulldoze you. Instead, take your power back. And as always, if you could leave a rating and review, that would be so helpful and I would appreciate it so much. So thank you for listening and I will talk to you all next week.